Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Brian. And I'm Dave. And this is Preview with a Prior. The show where we speculate about the upcoming episode of Better Call Saul. Most likely incorrectly. (laughs) (laughs) Our track record shows. And we're still... uh, we're, we're still doing the Nas podcast. All we need is one mic. One mic in the super secret location, and I'm still, for all intents and purposes, sitting on Dave's lap. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you had an awesome week since uh, Better Call Saul aired, and I hope you uh, listened to us saw a good man. By the way, thanks for the reviews. Thanks for uh, telling your friends. And thanks for hanging out with us every week. That's right. A lot of people like to comment about how much they look forward to hearing us, and we look forward to you hearing us absolutely thank you so much so uh next episode 108 108 we're getting to the end of the first season getting to the end it's uh rico Rico. i believe is the title of it suave all right so next week's episode it appears that uh we're gonna get a little bit more luring from uh jimmy in regards to old people elder law elder law Right, if we we watched the uh, the preview of the next episode from AMC.com, the minute long preview. Mm-hmm. Sal once again is hanging out with a, a, an older woman, doing her will, doing thy, her will. I will be done eating cookies, Hydrox, Hydrox. Of course, old people. You oh. know, you gotta throw that old joke in there, right? <laughs> and <laughs> and um, another joke at the expense of the elderly. Yeah, like the the speed in which they do things as it's taking her. She's <laughs> going through all her jars. Going through it, yeah. Unwadding probably ones to get the cash for Jimmy. Right, and he just <laughs> he, he kind of hints that he would take cash, and then he just kind of ends up asking her to write a check. <laughs> See, I, I think stuff like that is going to play a big part into kind of keep pushing him to do the whole criminal lawyer thing, because... You know, maybe it's just like impatience, like just getting yeah, so like tired. 140 bucks a pop from these old people. It's good because it's honest money coming in. Right, but it's not a significant. Right. If, if, remember, he said money is the point. Right. And, he, and it's just not cutting it for him. Like, it, you know, it's like that internal struggle. As, as much as he wants to do right, mm-hmm. you know, there's just, you know, a bunch of things that just hit him the wrong way and he's just not going to be able to do it. Right. But this is that like I kind of felt putting the previews together. Um, the phone call he received at the end. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be this old lady, because the other previews and scenes from the upcoming episode, she's getting fleeced with overdraft charges from right. the bank, and it seems like this they keep throwing these cases out. That this could be the big case. So I'm thinking, you know, this could be a pretty big, influential case. He's taking down a bank. He's taking down somebody with a lot of money. Right, and especially since he positioned himself as, you know, I'm the little guy, mm-hmm. you know, and the big corporations and stuff are trying to keep people like me down. What better way to solidify that than taking on, you know, the institution of banking? Right, the David and Goliath matchup. Everybody loves the David and Goliath matchup. It, it showed a quick scene there where he, he, was, uh, he was being held back as he saw through blinds people shredding paperwork. And right. So maybe maybe he's like issuing some sort of subpoena, or he's there on behalf of one of his clients trying to get money back from their overcharges, uh-huh. and the bank's like, "Shit, somebody's onto us." So then they just start shredding, right, to and, get rid of the evidence. And we see him being thrown out of a building in his Matlock outfit. Yeah, which that's the old people outfit, right? So yeah, I'm thinking that's gonna be, but I'm not gonna say whether or not that lasts more than this episode, because I don't know. You you don't think they'll hold that over through the rest of the season? I don't know. I mean, could 
because we just keep thinking there's going to be a big case. Maybe right. there isn't going to be a big case. Like, you know. like you think, like you think that's just shaping up where it's just like the misadventures of Jimmy McGill, right? <laughs> and and it's it like not coming to a head, like it's, it's not building up to something, right? It could, or whatever it's building up to is not what we think it's building up to because where the hell's Nacho been? Hmm. You know, that's a good point. Where the hell has uh, Tuco been, or or the twins, or the twins? Um. You know, we, we thought the Kettleman case was going to be the big one, but now it looks like they're just going to settle. So unless that changes, that's resolved. Man, see, but I, I can't help but think that Chuck has a big is going to have a big hand in all that. I do think that's going to be the like, case. I th- also, I think somehow. Well, what about this? Okay, right. So, so Jimmy brought the case files to Chuck's house, right? Right. And he started examining them. Uh, because, uh, which now that I think about it, it's probably because Chuck was still kind of skeptical of the whole elder law thing. Right. Right. So now we're in a, it appears to be a situation where, uh, Jimmy is, is still going forward with the elder law thing. And from the previews from the next episode, it looks like he's going to, you know, elder law wills and such and trust, but he finds out that they're taking these old people for money on the overdraft charges. Right. Right. So what if that puts it to some sort of situation where it actually ends up Chuck is going to assist Jimmy, who's a competing law firm, for the law firm he created, Hamlin, Hamlin, McGill. Mm-hmm. And maybe that becomes a source of tension because if Chuck's helping, helping Jimmy and uh, Jimmy does, already doesn't get along with Hamlin, Hamlin, McGill, maybe, maybe there'll be like some sort of conflict of interest. Because maybe if Chuck works for HHM, and then he's assisting Jimmy. Maybe Hamlin will turn on on Chuck and say, like, no, you can't you can't work for him, you're working for us. No non compete, right? Like you're you're our lawyer. Right. You can't just freelance with your brother. I don't think that'll happen. You I, don't think so? No, because if you go back to when when uh Chuck gave Jimmy the little lecture about changing his name. Yeah. And he's and he was on Hamlin Hamlin McGill's side about stealing the image and the, the trademarked designs mm-hmm. and stuff like that and the the look, I think that Chuck trying to treat Jimmy as he's on his own. You know, you're on your own here. I'm with HHM. This is my deal. So I don't think Chuck would help Jimmy. Well, you know what? Instance. Maybe maybe it works out. Chuck goes through the files and, and we kind of thought like it maybe it was something funny like. They they were all like you know they they were legitimate cases but not necessarily Jimmy's or they were done incorrectly mm-hmm. but maybe if if Jimmy put those files in Chuck's house to legitimize his efforts to be elder law maybe that actually makes Chuck feel that that Jimmy is legit this time true right so maybe it's like a change of heart towards his brother like because he was like oh yeah elder law well you know hey like. Go for it, dude. Like that that sounds sounds awesome. Like, yeah, you should pursue that kind of like a half ass you know, half ass interest in it, right? Right, right. But then Jimmy all of a sudden brings in boxes of paperwork for his elder law practice. His proof. Yeah, his proof. And then maybe when it comes to a head, maybe that, that'll cause the conflict because Chuck now has like tangible proof. Right. Quote unquote that his his brother is is finally turning the corner and being a legit lawyer. Fair enough. How you like them apples? I like it. I just don't think it's gonna happen. You just don't think it's gonna I think happen. Chuck's staying out of it. 
I think he just did that to appease Chuck or maybe set something else up. But but I keep I keep thinking of that that Chuck has to be such a bigger part of this because we just saw him stepping outside and and building his tolerance to electromagnetic fields. Okay, fine. My prediction then, Jimmy mm-hmm. represents the old people. Right. Chuck represents the bank. And they end up on opposing sides. Ah, which is what we've kind of been saying from the beginning. Yes, yes. So maybe the like the banks hire because ba- Hamlin, Hamlin McGill. Big, the bank would go to a big firm. Like yeah, HHM. They would go to legit old people. Goes to Mister Matlock. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know maybe Jimmy takes down his brother. Maybe he does. But we we never heard anything about Chuck and Break It Bad, did we? Maybe that's your maybe that's your season one cliffhanger right there. Is uh, they go to the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And maybe like Chuck's representing HHM or something, and then Jimmy walks in and he introduces himself as Saul Goodman or something like that. Yeah, because I, I don't think cool. I don't think the whole official at Saul Goodman or at Saul Goodman. I I don't think that's gonna happen until like the last like few minutes of the last episode. The way it's been yeah. going, because I think everybody has been like, oh well, you know, like this is gonna be it. This is when he's officially Saul, and they they've given no real hints that that's gonna happen anytime soon. Right. The closest you got is. Him talking to uh, his Mark in the alley in the super flashback, <laughs> right? right? That took place before the prequel, right? And he's like, yeah, it's all good, man. Like, you know. But a case where McGill is against McGill was mm-hmm. a perfect time to create the alias. Right. And if uh, if that happens, I'm going to say you and I are geniuses because we've been saying that since... <laughs> since day one. Since day... Well, Pretty yeah. Much. episode Which for us was like episode four of our show, but since right. episode one of Better Call Saul... That's where we we both kind of speculated. Okay, this is where this is where this is going. This is going to mm-hmm. be the big the big conflict. So we might just have that big blow up that I've been waiting for yet. Yeah, it could happen. It's it's still it's, it's feasible a possibility. Yes, because originally we thought it was going to be the the Kettlemans, right? But it doesn't look like that's the way it it's going to go. Like it, that looks like it's going to be a settlement. Um. Because before this episode, when we saw, we were watching the Encore episode of Mike's episode, 106, Mm -hmm. including the, on the next episode of Better Call Saul, and I actually thought for a minute there that the Kettlemans were going to be how Saul learns how to launder money. Right. But then that was blown out of the water because Kim was like, all right, seriously, like, they are just incompetent criminals. Yeah, they're (laughs) terrible. The Flanderses. But I, I can't think that's the end of their story. There's no way that's the end of their story. No, I don't think that's the end of their story. I just don't know how it's going to keep going. Like, something's going to have to happen. And from what we know, I don't think that's really predictable. Yeah. What can interject itself into the situation to, to make it more dramatic or whatever, to create a conflict. Because as we know, it's all tight, little, wrapped up in a nice, tight little package. Yeah. Well, the, well... I mean, I think that, but like, there, there's two major cases going on, right? Like, there, there's the Kettleman's, well, and now it appears that he's going to be taking down the big banks, mm-hmm. and I, I can't see any way they correlate unless that's just like another piece of pressure between the two law firms, probably, or more delving into other law, or I don't know, because it's 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 not other law; it's a different kind of case, right? I guess we'll just have to watch and find out. Yeah. So your your predictions for next episode. My predictions for next episode are just basically what we've been saying about he's going to take on the banks. They're screwing people over. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Chuck 
wanders to the firm on his own in this episode. Like makes an appearance? Yeah, he makes an appearance and it shocks everybody. Oh, that's good. That's good because then, well, you know, that'd be great because then uh, I can see that happening at like the end of the episode and then episode 109, you know, he, he kind of shows some competency and maybe they put him as like the second chair or something to get his feet wet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for these big banks, yeah, something like and then, that, and then that'll set up the big to do, yes. so to speak, the big hullabaloo. Yeah, man, so so much ago. What I like, I like it because it's so unpredictable. It has been so far. We've been wrong a lot. We've been right a lot, and some things have been completely predictable. Right, but, but, but I mean, I guess maybe that's the fun of it, though. Yeah, exactly. They give you a little, a little easy stuff, and they mm-hmm. hit you with the big stuff. Absolutely, you know, it's, it's it's steering you right. I like it. I'm I'm enjoying the ride. Very cool. Next week's episode. What's your predictions for next week's episode? Oh man, um, I I think me personally for uh, episode 108, I don't think we'll see anything more about the Kettlemans until like 109, 110. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that as well. I, I I get a feeling that that's somehow going to tie in. But it's tabled for now. Right. Mm. But it's it's gonna somehow tie in, so I think uh, next episode we're uh, kind of like what you talked about. We're gonna see a lot more of of Chuck and his uh, self imposed rehabilitation. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I think probably the the where the story is gonna go the cliffhanger from uh, one hundred eight to one hundred nine is going to be. Saul start to expose the banks and what they're doing and kind of causing a stink about it. Mm-hmm. And then that coupled with Chuck finally getting out and about and quote-unquote healing himself. Chuck showing up at Hamlin, Hamlin, McGill. That's where we'll find out that they're on opposite sides. I like it. Which is awesome because we talked about that from the beginning. Yes. That's the total like Hail Mary. We're just waiting for that validation. Waiting for the validation. It's going to happen. We'll be right. Right. So make sure that you tune in next week to, to Better Call Saul. And uh, next week, we're actually recording from the Dave Cave. <laughs> so <laughs> I won't be sitting on his lap. Uh, we'll have more than one microphone. And, uh, in, theory, in, theory. In, in theory. And I think we'll probably all have a little bit better idea of how this season is going to wrap up. Because that's it. Three, three full episodes to go. That's right. Next time we talk to you, it'll be uh, two episodes to go. Yep, and because of some of the uh, the things we've been dealing with uh, this week as far as the technical side of things, we'll have a lot more uh, fan feedback, uh, listener feedback, so please make sure to send in your your ideas and suggestions. Also, make sure that you go to uh, itsallgoodman.com. There's a page up about where you can send your suggestions and ideas or even your interest in a meetup in Chicago over the summer. Dave and I, we have a bunch of people that are in like really, really good bands. Yes. And we're trying to set it up where maybe we can uh, just have a nice rock and roll show and hang out with you guys, enjoy some drinks and uh, some rock and roll music. And just nerd out with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll probably do some recording. And I was also thinking if, if we could swing it, maybe uh, we'll have like a, a live cam of it going while we're there. A lot, a lot of ideas that I have in my head for it. But the important thing is, is... Uh, you know, obviously we can't take this show on the road, but I mean, it, it, those of you that have suggested who are in the Chicago area that love to do a meetup, you know, absolutely. We'd love to hang out with you. We're going to try to get something planned so we can do that. And for those of you like in Europe or whatever, who listens to us or Canada or even across the U S 
uh, that can't make it, we'll try to set up something where not only do we record it so we can put it up during the downtime between seasons, but also maybe we'll have some sort of live cam going yeah. to where, uh, you know, if you guys are bored, you can peek in and, you know, hear some really good. Look at two fat bearded guys. Look at two fat bearded guys <laughs> hanging out and watching their talented band friends <laughs> and having drinks. Mm. But no other way I'd do it, Dave. No, that's that's pretty much how we do things. That's exactly how we do Even things. Even when we were in a band together, that's how we did things. That's Coming how we were more talented band friends. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I hope your weekend's awesome. Oh, and real quick before we go, make sure to check out Nothing Important Podcast. It's up right now. We have an interview with the Fail Scouts. Fail Scouts have an awesome podcast. Check it out on iTunes or failscouts.com. These guys are... Uh, Location okay. scouts in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and they did a bunch of the locations for uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. So those of you that have sent us things about how locations are matching up between the shows, uh, for one, those are the guys that did that. And right. For two, they're going to talk about it a little bit, actually. Absolutely. And, and cool dudes, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it was awesome. So Real, real good, real good uh, casual interview. Yep. Again, thanks for sticking with us through this week. Please keep passing the word. Please keep giving those those positive reviews. Uh, five Star is king. I'm totally campaigning right now. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next Tuesday. Uh-huh.